Hello, my name is Carly Custer. I'm a junior at Abraham Lincoln. I'm in American Lit, and I will be covering Benjamin Franklin's narrative essay, The Way to Wealth, written in 1757. This episode of my podcast is called The Way to Honesty, obviously derived from the title of the narrative essay. Uh, Throughout the podcast... I'll be looking at the background of Ben Franklin as a person and an author. I'll be looking briefly at the historical context of the way to wealth. I'll provide a summary, a completely biased analysis of the piece. (laughs) Uh, And by that I mean praise and criticism and general thoughts. Also be discussing the legacy and the massive importance it has for today and back then. So I'm just going to start off with uh, some background of the piece uh, in the author. So Benjamin Franklin is regarded as one of the most intelligent and recognized persons in American history. On top of being a founding father, he was a successful writer, inventor, and politician. His pieces were extremely accessible to common folk and weren't intended to be read by scholars or elites. He simply wanted to reach everyone that he possibly could, and for good reason, but I'll get into that when I go into my analysis. Uh, Franklin believed in political and intellectual freedom. It reflected in almost all of his pieces, and it really reflects in The Way to Wealth. The presence of his morals is reflected continually throughout the piece. He discusses debtors, laziness, and work ethic, all of which touch on those morals. Uh, I'll cover that more in depth during the summary. But during his time, and still to this day, Franklin's pieces are considered to be relevant, and he's considered to be pretty much a genius. I mean, he was a really good author, and just very smart in general. Alrighty, so the next segment of my podcast is going to be the summary. Uh, The summary is going to talk about important plot points, kind of how the story is written and structured, and then also the main ideas of the piece and what I really think is important. So the story starts off with Benjamin addressing the reader and giving them some general background about his works. He also goes on to explain that those who do not personally know him probably refer to him as Poor Richard. His name is referenced a lot throughout the story, so keep it in mind, it's very important. Uh, The story then starts off with a group of colonists standing outside of a market, and they're waiting for it to open, passing time, by discussing, you know, life and how the government taxes are burdens, and they feel they're extremely excessive. The story then leads into a sermon, and it's given by Father Abraham, and he's talking about economic well-being and how to be successful. Now to keep in mind, Father Abraham may or may not be fictional, but Benjamin Franklin basically just feeds his ideas and his beliefs through Father Abraham, and then supports it with poor Richard is also himself. So technically there's three different speakers, but they're all the same person, which is really unique, but it gets a little bit confusing if you don't follow it right, but it's also pure genius. 
Uh, Franklin. Well, back to the main points of <laughs> what he believes in. So Franklin believes human taxes are the true burdens to our economic well-being. And that through industry, which is hard work, a man can make a living for himself and his family. As he said within the piece, God helps those who help themselves. Franklin believes that laziness and leisure are economic downfalls that lead to wasted time, and time is money. Diligence is another main point, and being careful and conscious of your work and what is going on around you is extremely important to be successful. You need to be present to have economic success. You need to be there, you need to do things yourself if you want it done right. Trusting other people to do a job is a mistake. The only way to guarantee it's done is if you do it yourself. Franklin also discusses frugality. He says that people buy things they want rather than what they need. And when they buy one thing they want, one thing leads to 10, and 10 leads to 100. And at the end of, these di at the end of the day, all these wants eventually make necessities unaffordable. And then taxes just seem burdenous and they're really not. Last but not least, the story concludes with the sermon. And from there, the crowd that gathered around to hear Father Abraham's speech dispersed. But while they agreed with the speech, none of them actually listened. They heard, but they didn't take this new information and act on it in any way. They simply dismissed it and went on their way to spend more money in the market. Alright, my next segment for the podcast was supposed to be criticism and praise. But if I'm being completely honest, I didn't have a lot of criticism for this piece. I mean, it's well recognized, it's great, it has so much truth to it. All I really have is good things to say. I mean, the three voices he uses are extremely effective. It's unique, it's fresh, it's engaging. It's just nice to hear. I mean, you have him, who's just a passive author, and then you have Father Abraham, which is a more active voice, and he's really the one speaking. And then poor Richard is kind of just thrown in there to support Father Abraham. All right, my last segment is going to be the legacy and the influence of the way to wealth. The piece continues to hold the same truths as it did in 1757. I mean, Franklin gave general truths about human nature, economics, and what it takes to be successful, and they all hold merit to this day. The true genius behind Franklin's work is the fact that all the truths about human nature, debtors, and economics are all relevant, and they have never lost that relevance. It's not just a piece where it's like, oh, hey, people used to behave and act this way. It's more of a, hey, this is how people actually act, no matter what era or century or decade we're in. It's probably how you yourself act. And if we want to break the cycle and be successful, then listen to the piece. It has a lot to say. It's extremely honest and it's refreshing and... It's relevant.
Alrighty, you made it to my outro. Uh, and I have a lot to say. So, lots of times authors or people in general shy away from the reality of society. They're scared to talk about it, scared to face it, scared to write about it. But Franklin is not one of those people. He doesn't beat around the bush at all. Uh, he's not scared to say that being lazy is the downfall of any successful person. Leisure is fun and nice to have, but time wasted is time away from working hard and being successful. Uh, wine and women are distractions and they're unnecessary costs. I mean, if you really want to be successful, you have to cut out the distractions. And he recognized that and he wrote about that. And that's a hard truth. And not a lot of people would take the criticism for writing something like that, and he wasn't scared to. It's honestly, it's a great piece, it's timeless, and it's relevant. It has a lot to say, and it's something a lot of people probably need to hear.